0: An email list will be the biggest asset that you own as an entrepreneur. Mine is the number one way that I drive profits into my business. And I am teaching you exactly what to do in order to grow and serve yours. My signature course on email list building, the list to launch lab is now open for brand new students right now. Learn more at Jenna slash email. Now, if you are someone asking questions like what do I say and when and how do I grow an email list even if I don't have a website and what if I'm no good at the tech stuff? Well, I've heard questions just like these for years and in fact, I used to ask them myself, but I've got the answers and my email list has the receipts to prove it. Inside of the List to Launch Lab, you will get fluff free content that you can take on the go and learn in whatever setting works best for you swipe files and email templates so you're never stuck on what to say next, plug and play designed guide so that you can get your freebie done in no time, plus the strategies that give me thousands of new subscribers every single week. We also added a mini mastermind style bonus module featuring five next level lessons from some of the industry's best list builders, all included when you join. Let me hold your hand through the process and teach you everything you need to know so that you can finally get the email list building results and the business growth that you've been searching for. Join me inside at jennacutcher.com forward slash email before the doors close at midnight on May 22nd. That's jennacutcher.com forward slash email. I can't wait to see you inside. Sometimes after the girls are sleeping, I have to crack open my computer. Sometimes if I'm up in the middle of the night, I'll think of something I need to do and I'll jot it down. This idea of integration over balance feels so much more feasible and peaceful to me. Hey, my name is Jenna Kutcher and I am obsessed with all things business, marketing numbers, and helping you to navigate both the messy and the magical seasons of this thing called life. Balance has been a buzzword for a long time, and I'd even argue more so now than ever, given that as a collective population, the way that we work and the place that we work may have shifted. Now, it's a blessing if you are able to do your work from home, and it's important to note that not everyone has that same privilege, but when looking at this notion of balancing life and work and doing all of those things under one roof, it can oftentimes feel impossible and frustrating and super limiting. So instead of this idea of work-life balance, let's talk about a different word, integration, the blend. Have you heard that work-life integration is the new work-life balance? It seems that we finally realized collectively that balance isn't actually achievable, regardless of where your work takes place. If you've ever desperately tried to find balance in your own life and likely failed miserably, you know how hard it is to try and keep the scales even. Because here's the truth. All the important pieces of your life are never going to be equal. The chances that you are able to not only achieve balance, but also sustain it are frankly slim. You're probably never going to be able to give the same percentage of effort and energy to your kids as you do your job and your relationships and your health and your home. There are too many priorities for each of us. And if the goal is balance and balance alone, then we're likely going to continue coming up short. Now, I don't believe this is possible in the context of real life being lived. The word balance became this buzzword in the last decade or so as the thing that you need to do and reach in order to actually be happy and like, oh, if you can just find the balance among your many roles, you'll finally be able to handle all of them with grace and ease. But If we really look at it, the undertones of achieving balance are more associated with perfection than reaching a realistic goal that gives us full, impactful, purpose-driven lives. While the intention might have been good, the execution woke up something else in us. It's like we all forgot that balance is a moment. It's not a lifetime. So let's talk about this newer word going around, in my opinion, a word that reaches far beyond the buzz of a buzzword and can actually be used throughout a lifetime integration. What is it? How does it beat balance? And what does it look like in our own lives? We're going to get into all of those and more. Let's dive on in. It's so cool to be podcasting alongside my business, BFF, and the woman who inspired me to start my own show. Amy Porterfield is the host of the online marketing made easy podcast brought to you by the HubSpot podcast network with a focus on online business, including digital courses, email list building, social media, webinars, and content online marketing made easy breaks down big ideas and strategies into actionable step-by-step processes and is designed to get you more results with a whole lot less stress. If you love listening to the Gold Digger podcast, then you'll love these episodes from Amy. Normalizing mental health for entrepreneurs, thriving as an introvert in an extrovert career, and what happens when a launch doesn't go as planned. Listen to online marketing made easy wherever you get your podcasts. The legitimate definition of balance is an even distribution of weight, enabling someone or something to remain upright and steady. Meanwhile, the definition of integration is the act or process of combining one thing with another so that they can become a whole. One focuses on the pressure of maintaining steadiness or staying upright no matter what, of keeping the weight distribution equal among the many parts of us, while the other focuses on intertwining and weaving together the many parts of us to feel whole at all times. So many of us, women especially, don't necessarily feel welcome to show up as our whole selves. We try to hide parts of ourselves and compartmentalize our gifts and our duties and our identities. We may have been conditioned to believe that we have to show up as a version of what others expect or need from us, which is constantly having us role switching and shoving away some of the things that simply make us us. I know for me, I've been fortunate to figure out what integration can look like due to the nature of my work. And so many people don't have the privilege of mixing their career with their personal life. Heck, some people love keeping those things separate. But when we're in a world that constantly questions how I can have a career and be a mom, or when I feel pulled to choose which versions of me should show up, I've had to find a way to integrate all of the parts of me in all of the roles of my life. Sometimes my kids see me working. Sometimes my team sees me momming. When I was coming out of maternity leave this time around, I had an interview with Forbes and I was frantically running around the house trying to get Coco to eat lunch and Quinn down for a nap. And when the hour hit and the interview started, I popped on my Zoom still in my pajamas and I nursed Quinn to sleep while answering questions about my career. Now, was this situation ideal? absolutely not at all. I had pictured being pulled together and sitting in a quiet room with time to think before the interview, but that's just not the stage of life I'm in. I'm going to show up the best I can for what I can, but balance, it's simply not a thing right now. Maybe you felt that way too. Like you're not totally welcome to be exactly who you are. Like you have to hide parts of your identity to be accepted in situations. And so you're just the half version of yourself. When we can only show up as a part of ourselves in our society, whether it's being at work and never sharing about your life outside of work or being at home and never explaining to your family what it is you do for a living or what you're working on, it can honestly weigh on you. It can absolutely take a toll. I was recently talking with someone whose work had moved from an office setting to their home during the pandemic. And she was telling me for so long, she had wished that she could stay home and work. Like she had romanticized this whole working from home thing. But when I asked her what it was that she missed the most about pre-pandemic days, I was actually really surprised. She said her greatest struggle in her life right now was having to be in all of her roles all the time under one roof. There wasn't that separation of her work identity and her home identity. And honestly, she wasn't sure how to be all of those things at the same time. Life had never invited her to integrate. And I thought that was super fascinating. Like to me, it makes total sense. You can be one person in the office and close the door and head home and be a different person at home and learning who you are as your whole self, like your multi-passionate, multi hyphen self. Well, I think it's super tricky. And since a lot of us are professional shapeshifters being who others need us to be, it can honestly be scary to even try to identify who it is that we are beyond what we do or the roles that we play. I mean, these last few years were a challenge, like there is absolutely no denying it from lacking childcare to shifting school settings, virtual learning to quarantines, converting spare bedrooms into offices, doing zoom calls in closets, like the world in the traditional office setting shifted. And while there were so many professions who didn't have the option of staying safe at home, life as we know it for everyone changed. The lines got blurred the boundaries dropped, survival mode set in. It honestly became harder for us to separate the different existences of yourself. And so we as a collective have had to figure out how to be wholly us in the same setting, switching between hats sometimes in a matter of minutes or seconds. And for thousands of people, this was a massive challenge. And it's still one a lot of us are navigating. A lot of what that time taught us is carrying forward in terms of work and life and what integration is and what it can look like. And is actually a really cool thing to think about. Now, if you know me, like, you know, I am a massive boundaries person. I love boundaries. I'm the queen of them. And there are so many boundaries in my work life, in my home life. But my goal this year was not to have everything in black and white. That is my go-to. I wanted to find more areas of gray. I wanted to invite more gray into my world. I happen to be an absolutes person. Like black and white is what I see the world in. And I wanted this year for me to relax that ideal and recognize that shades of gray means letting go of this idea of perfect balance. But inviting in this idea of integration, this idea to have more room for gray in my life. What does this mean? So when Coco was first born, I had this weird fascination. I had this notion that it was up to me to keep a clear and unwavering divide between parenting and working. Now, in preparation for her arrival, I'd created all of these boundaries around work. I only worked on certain days and certain hours. Weekends were reserved. I didn't use my phone. I like all of these things, right? I created this ideal working situation as a pregnant mother to be. And somewhere along the line, I had this idea like I never want her to see me working. I wanted her to think I only exist as her mom. And I never wanted her to feel like she was second fiddle to my work. But first off, that's not sustainable, specifically when you are working. And second, I've realized that like as she's grown up and become more perceptive and aware, I want her to understand that I work. And even further than that thought, I want her to be a part to really understand what it is that I do. And I want her to be able to see what she is capable of doing, what might be possible for her too. If I don't at least let her see all of these other parts of my life, I would be hiding them from her and giving her only a part of me, which isn't fair to either of us. And frankly, so much of her life is made possible through the work that I do. Like I would be a fool to hide the work that I love so much. I don't know where I got that notion or that ideal, but it was like this part of me really struggled with this idea of my kids seeing me work. I don't know. Maybe it's just like mom guilt coming full force or like that idea of like when you're momming, you're thinking about work and when you're working, you're thinking about being a mom, but like it doesn't necessarily have to be that absolute. So lately I've been super upfront with Coco when I need to work and I actually take the time and I stop and I share with her what it is I'm going to be working on. Like I have the accountability with a three-year-old and frankly, it's really cool. And now she'll even like close the door if I'm working and she'll be like, mom, I'm right here if you need me. And I'm so happy to stare at that gray area right in its face and recognize that there is so much value in her seeing that I am integrating so many different things. I want her to understand that like mommy works, but mommy loves you. Mommy does this work for you. And I want her to see what that work affords us and watch me navigate situations that aren't solely centered on her or even me. I mean... Today, I laugh thinking that I ever tried to separate the two because I was on a Zoom call with some friends, Brenda Burchard and the Boss Babe gals and Trent Shelton. And we were on this Zoom call and I was nursing Quinn and getting her ready for a nap and changing a diaper while on the Zoom call. And Coco came up and was telling me about the trampoline park. And it was the perfect setting because these are my friends. They see me in my full life. I'm welcome to be my whole self. But I was rocking this work call and contributing in massive ways while still being a mom and still being there for my kids. And honestly, that's what integration is to me. It's not hiding parts of who I am or not showing up as just half of me, but the whole the worker and the mother, the boss and the wife, the sister and the friend, allowing these gray areas to exist rather than putting the pieces of our lives into these perfect little boxes, offering only a piece when it is that we feel welcome to. I really believe that like a siloed life is a detached life. And I want a life filled with connection. And I want a life where I feel welcome to be whole. The U.S. Chamber of Commerce Published an article about how work life integration is the new work life balance. And in it, CEO of Adira Labs, Stephen Kohler, said this. He said, There is a difference between work life balance and work life integration. And it is one that many people are struggling with as we look to come out of our pandemic work situations. Work-life balance is focused on keeping your work-life and your personal life separate, but equal. Whereas work-life integration is centered on the belief that there is no distinction between the two and that they both must coexist in harmony. And I love that. And maybe you're listening and you're like, that is not for me. But I love it because it does feel like keeping the pieces of our lives apart in this pursuit of balance can be this really rigid, black and white, and almost untruthful version of who we are as a whole. While integration is almost this invitation that allows this peaceful harmony that lets you to be you at all times. The article goes on to say this, quote, work-life integration seeks to bring work and life closer together end quote. So instead of separating work time and personal time into different but supposedly equal categories like balance would have you do, integration allows you to take care of what you need to at times that work best for you. Work-life balance tries to keep your work and home life apart, coexisting with boundaries that keep your attention on one or the other. Now, when I think about this, I think about life, pre-children and also pre-pandemic where my life was very black and white, I was able to say absolutely no work on the weekends. And I shut down my computer at exactly 5 PM and I won't open it back up and I won't check emails and I won't do anything on my phone. And honestly, that type of life worked really well for me back in the day. But in this season of life, it's simply not possible. Sometimes after the girls are sleeping, I have to crack open my computer. Sometimes if I'm up in the middle of the night, I'll think of something I need to do and I'll jot it down. This idea of integration over balance feels so much more feasible and peaceful to me. But maybe that's not the same for you. Like I truly, truly get that some people might prefer the separation, which I think is totally fine. Some people might want their work life and their home life to be defined as different areas. And if that's you, I would just encourage you to not seek balance between the two because really they're never going to be completely separate and equal. Instead, focus on boundaries and what will allow you to show up as your best self in every area boundaries help protect you from burnout. I just want to point that out. So maybe you're thinking, okay, what camp am I in? Does integration make sense? Or do I want to keep things separate? Here are five thoughts to consider as you figure out what fits best into your lifestyle. Number one. When you consider work-life balance versus integration, which one is more realistic for you? Do you like having separate pieces of your life or would you rather work to remove some of the separation so that you can show up wholly you in each role and focus on what's most important at any given time? Number two, can you identify ways that you may hide parts of your identity in different stages and evaluate if there's opportunity to integrate or blend those? As a leader, you're always on the lookout for ways to arm yourself with knowledge, the books, the seminars, even the podcasts that help you make the best possible decisions for you and for your customers. Because when you know more, more good can grow with the HubSpot CRM platform. You can store, track, manage, and report on all the tasks and activities that make up your relationships with customers. With a bird's eye view over all your customer interactions, HubSpot empowers your decision making like never before. So you can give your business and your customers all the good you've got. Learn how your business can grow better at HubSpot.com. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash gold digger and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash gold digger for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Number three, how can you bring the triage mindset to your own life? What needs your time? and energy and attention now? And how can you remove the guilt to unapologetically show up in your life in the right spots? And number four, what can you do to focus on and prioritize the right things that can help you feel accomplished and allow you to feel less guilty about where it is that you decide to focus? Regardless of what feels right for you and your lifestyle, I'd love for you to consider how you can learn to trust yourself more in where you're putting your focus, your time and your energy. Different seasons are going to call for different needs. That's just life. And I feel like we have this opportunity, this invitation to figure out how it is that we want to move forward as the world starts to move forward after two plus years of uncertainty. With integration, it's not this focus on balancing the scales, because in reality, the scales are never going to be really balanced. And if that's the focus that you're going for, you're constantly going to be shape-shifting and running from one thing to the next, trying to keep things even. You'll spend all of your energy on that balancing part rather than doing the work you love and being in the moments that matter. So maybe if you think about it, like a better word for balance would be performance, It's an act, this illusion, it's a tiresome dance. You're like probably wishing like, can somebody just yell and see and like, I cannot keep up this performance. Now, I used to apologize for my ambition or quickly shut my computer when Coco walked into the room. But honestly, I love saving so much energy on not trying to perform anymore in whatever role I'm playing. Like I'm not running around trying to keep everything at equal levels. I'm not giving my all in every single moment because honestly, nobody can do that. I'm not working hard in one area only to work harder in the other in order to make them balanced. I remember when Drew and I got married, we did premarital counseling before we got married with the pastor that married us. And I remember we had told him that we love to play cribbage. And on the back of our cribbage board, it's a little board game with cards. We kept score and we had a little dashes. So Drew had a spot and Jenna had a spot. And every time we won a game, we would dash off and mark it off. And I remember on our wedding day, I don't remember a ton, but I remember his sermon. And he said, like, it's not about keeping score. Like you guys are teammates. You're not opponents. And I think that the same goes for this idea of balance and all of the identities and the roles that we're playing. Like it is not about keeping score of your life and yourself for all the identities you're trying to master, but instead it's about trying to figure out how it is that you can show up as your full self in all scenarios and be resilient and flexible when it's possible. It's about making the various parts of your life work together as teammates rather than as opponents. For me, when I think of integration and honest integration, it's kind of like triage right now, but without the crazy urgency or drama. What I mean is, is that it's like I'm looking at where my time and energy and attention is needed most, and then doing my best to unapologetically start there and focus well, so that I can shift back to my other responsibilities more easily. There are going to be heavier work seasons. There are going to be heavier parenting or family seasons, and both are okay. In fact, they're invited. It's not about keeping score, it's about paying attention. When you are simply noticing and consciously spending your time and energy in the right places, the guilt of not doing enough does not get to sneak in. It doesn't have a chance to derail you when you're taking an honest approach at being present where you're most needed. And here's the thing. The game changer is learning to trust yourself that you are making the right decision in the exact moment that you're in. To me, it is all about finding the right blend in your life. And it's going to look different for all of us. Where can you blend parts of who you are? How can you incorporate other people like your family or your work team and welcome them into the full identity of who you are? How can you find spaces that are safe for you to show up unapologetically? These are the questions I want for you to ponder as we close out this episode and introduce and think about this idea of integration. The truth is we deserve to feel whole in all areas of our lives and not made to feel like our identities or the roles that we're playing are competing for our attention or like we're failing if we aren't equally and separately contributing to our work and personal lives in a perfectly balanced way. Work-life integration is a beautiful thing that you can introduce into your life and tailor to your own personal needs and goals and career and home life. Doesn't have to be an all or nothing or black and white. And there are going to still be times that feel imbalanced, but that's normal. That's part of it. That's okay. It is okay and perfectly normal to have times that require more of you in one area of your life. And so my hope for you is this lean into the ways and look for the safe spaces where you can intertwine the pieces of your life so that you can show up wholly you, no matter what it is that you're doing or who you're with or where you are. And when you find yourself in those precious moments where you are just unshakably you, my hope is that you notice them and vow to seek out more of them. Activations are a groundbreaking new type of audio that's this mix of a motivational podcast, cinematic music, and guided visualization. They are fundamentally different from meditation and a lot more exciting to listen to. Instead of calming you, activations are motivating, energizing, and transformative. You'll reach your goals faster whether you want to earn more money, get clarity, achieve a health goal, or feel like you're reaching your highest potential. They're essentially a shortcut to get to where you want to be and the ultimate way to visualize your future self. And you can only find them on the superhuman app. I use and love superhuman and find myself playing activation several times a day, whether I'm baking bread, So visit activations.com forward slash gold digger now for over 60% off. Do not miss out on this crazy deal. They rarely do discounts and it expires soon. That's activations.com forward slash gold digger. Gold diggers, we all know the B2B landscape can be a bit complex. From lengthy buying cycles to complicated decision-making processes, reaching your target audience can be tough. But I found a solution tailored just for you. LinkedIn ads. fills your cup. I hope that you find some time for yourself to really ask yourself, who am I holy? And thank you so much for listening to another episode of the gold digger podcast. Until next time, keep on digging your biggest goals. I'm over here giving you a virtual high five because you just finished another episode of the gold digger podcast.